guys, it's Kiki, and I'm here to recap episode nine of In Just Like That, called No Strings Attached. So the episode starts off with Carrie Miranda in Charlotte having lunch. Um, Carrie says she's excited because she has date number two coming up with Mr. Vomit. <laughs> I'm just always going to refer to her as Mr. Vomit. Remember when they actually used to name the guys on these shows? they don't name them anymore well I guess because they're not really dating dating like that again but if they come back next season I need more nicknames for men because I miss it and I need it Miranda who is back like she didn't go to Cleveland to go chase Che that's why I was like okay I would have loved to have known what happened but whatever she says that she is re storing a woman's shelter her and naya are and she needs some volunteers so charlotte's going to come through with her family carrie wants to write a check but miranda's like no girl you can't be that white woman that writes a check like actually do the work and carrie's like damn okay next we well still at the lunch charlotte says that she thinks she's entering menopause because she hasn't gotten her period in four months so She's coming to terms with it, and she is ready for the hot flashes, even though she hasn't had any. Carrie's back at home, and the downstairs neighbor, Lisette, she comes up to give Carrie a ring. She wants her to promote it on Instagram. Carrie takes it off, takes off her wedding ring, and Lisette is like, oh, what's that? What kind of ring is that? She's like, oh, it's my wedding ring. Lisette is like, girl, I didn't know you were married. I don't see your husband. Is it long distance? And Carrie's like, yeah, well, actually, it's, it's very long distance because he's dead. Carrie! <laughs> awkward moment but now Carrie is realizing damn maybe I should stop wearing my wedding ring I don't really know back at Charlotte's chaotic home between rock and roll trying to learn the Torah and Lily having a goddamn meltdown like Lily was unbearable this episode Lily is screaming because her period came early and she has a pool party to go to this weekend and Charlotte's were like well just girl just put a tampon in and Lily's like I don't know how to use a tampon. I'm just like, oh, I remember that age. <laughs> this sparked a discussion on Twitter. Like, uh, it was like black women specifically who taught you how to use a tampon. And I was like, uh, the instructions on the back of the box. Um, y'all know if you if you are black, you grew up in a black household, baby. We don't use tampons, or at least my mom never wanted me to use tampons. Don't worry, we're going to see a lot of tampons this episode. Uh, what happens next? We see Shay and Miranda at dinner in a diner, and these two fans notice Shay. They want to take a picture, and Miranda's like, I'll take a picture. The girl asks, oh, are you famous too? And Miranda's like, no, I'm just Shay's girlfriend. And we see Shay kind of give a look like, mm, okay. Um, but yeah, the friends or the, the women who are taking the picture with Shay are like, yeah, um, we're a huge fan of yours. Like your, your comedy has gotten th me through so many rough times. Not to mention, uh, you fucked one of my friends and then you fucked one of my friends' friends and Shay's whole sexual history is just being put out there for <laughs> comedy and Miranda's like, mm, I'm cool with it. I'm the cool girlfriend and we'll see Miranda. Next we see Seema. And Carrie's standing in line for the club. Seema's like, tonight's my birthday. Carrie's like, girl, why didn't you say anything? Seema's like, I don't like to make a big fuss about my birthday. Like, that's not my style. Seema, I'm the same way. Yeah, it's my birthday, but I want to enjoy myself on my birthday. I don't want to be bothered by other people. I get that. Carrie's like, well, let me try to get us into this club. The doorman turns her down. Seema tries to bribe him, and he's just like, no. And not only was that offensive, that was racist that you assumed that I would take your money. <laughs> 
So they slink away and do the walk of shame and they find a quiet little restaurant to go to. And Seema's like, listen, I'm turning 54. I thought I would find the love of my life at 53, but instead I got you, Carrie, so I'm happy for that. So she and Carrie do a cheers and Carrie tells her, you know, your fireplace, because Seema was discussing if she was an apartment she could put on the market, she would be a luxe apartment with a fireplace. So Carrie's like, don't worry, your fireplace is out there and you will find your fireplace very, very soon. We see Charlotte getting ready for dinner with her family and Anthony and a date that he is bringing over. Lily randomly decides that now is the time that she wants to learn how to put a tampon in. Here we go, child. So we see Peter arrive for his date with Carrie. She's standing outside at the restaurant and he's like, what's wrong? And she's just letting him know that she's not ready to continue dating because she recently took off her wedding ring and put on Big's wedding ring, which is too big for her finger. She has this band-aid right up. I'm like, Carrie, why do you do these things? Why? Um... But he understands and, you know, he's cool with it. He probably isn't in the best place to really date right now. His wife's death is still raw to him and they end on applicable terms. No date number two or so, I think, at this point. Um, Lily and Charlotte, we get this montage of her trying to teach Lily how to put a tampon in. Lily can't get it in, honey. Meanwhile, Anthony brings his date to dinner. He asks, oh, is this a Jewish dinner? And they're like, yeah, we have hollow bread in the oven that is burning. And he's like, oh, you know, the Holocaust didn't really happen, right? Are people really Holocaust deniers? Like, I've heard stories, I've seen headlines, but how can you deny a mass genocide? People really are fucking dumb. And the joke came at a bad time if you've been currently following what's going on with Jews in Whoopi Goldberg. But anyway... They decide to take a break from trying to shove that tampon up there, girl, because Lily is just doing way too much. The bread is burnt. (laughs) And Harry's like, I'm sorry the bread is burnt. Charlotte's like, I'm sorry it took so long for that to happen. Anthony's like, I'm sorry I brought that damn date. Next, we see Miranda arriving at Shay's doorstep because she was craving some Che. Who the fuck is writing this shit? I was craving some Che? Girl... Che is like, I wish you would have called because I'm busy writing. And Miranda's like, well, this is what, you know, people in relationships do. You know, they pop up. But I, I can leave because um, obviously this was a bad look and I'm fucking embarrassed. I feel like I'm Meg Ryan. Bye. So Miranda tries to run out and she is like, wait, wait, wait. Like, stop. Stop being so extra. Like, you are not my girlfriend. We are not dating. And I was like, ooh, Shay about to drop the other shoe, honey. But Shay clarifies by saying that let's just be in a relationship. We don't have to fall into these corny ass romantic tropes. I am not a man. This is not what you would do for a girlfriend slash boyfriend. Like, stop trying to put a label on everything because we are getting to know each other, okay? We ain't dating. You just my little buddy. <laughs> we ain't going steady. But um, Miranda calms the fuck down and decides to still leave and let Shay actually pursue her instead of chasing Shay around because Miranda, baby, you are whipped. There's no other way to say it. Well, next we see Seema and Carrie arrive at the women's shelter. Uh, Miranda's going to have them paired off. Seema's like, no, I'm a brown woman, honey. I'm going to cut you a check and I'm going to go sit down on my ass. (laughs) You can't run that guilt trip on me, honey. I'm a fucking boss. 
So uh, Miranda wants to pair people up with partners. She is going to, she wanted to be paired up with Brady, but I guess he's feeling some type of way about the recent divorce. Steve is there. So Steve and Carrie will work together. And since Brady wants to work with his girlfriend and he's low-key being distant with Miranda, we don't really expound upon that in his reaction to the divorce. Miranda's just going to work alone. Charlotte pulls up in a stretch fucking limousine and I'm just like, Charlotte, why are you being so damn extra? But come to find out the LTWs and their kids are there. Lisa got on this damn safari, like (laughs) knee-high suit. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. (laughs) ma'am <laughs> you are not on your documentary film honey this ain't this, this is not the wild thornberries i didn't really understand why she was styled that way but she's introduced to naya so we got the two black women on the show meeting would have loved to see more of them together but you know baby steps uh naya says that the caterer backed out and canceled so ltw is going to arrange for a caterer because she's a boss bitch and naya is very much impressed we see the inside of the shelter and how they're painting different areas of it. And Naya's husband, Andre, is watching the LTWs. You know, her husband is over there trying to show the kids how to paint. And he's getting a little wistful. And he's like, come on, Naya, you don't you don't want something like that? And she is like, listen, they pulled up in a stretch limo. They probably got three nannies and they ain't renting their home like us. <laughs> and he's like, well, damn, way, way to bring me back to reality. So he leaves Miranda over here and she's just like, I'm getting a little annoyed because up until three years ago, Andre was fine with not wanting to have children. And now he's changed his mind. He wouldn't have even noticed if a screaming baby would be in the hallway. But now every time he sees a minivan, he wants to mention having a family. And I'm just like, oh, it's because he now wants a family, sis. Miranda tells her to just talk to him. And so they're going to have it out. I'm just like, I'm not going to like the end result of that conversation, whatever it ends up being. Um, Seema is outside having her smoke break. This man pulls up. He is like, why are all these trucks and chairs blocking my club? And she is like, I don't know why you asking me. Because he's like, I see all these people working and you just sitting down doing nothing. You must be the boss. So they have some little banter between them. And you can tell, honey, they going to end up together. It is what it is. So Steve and Carrie are in their section painting. And he is like, so... How long have you known about Shay and Miranda? Like, I know Shay works with you at your podcast. Did you introduce them? And Carrie's like, ooh, damn. Like, um, no, not really. But, you know, I had no idea. I'm like, Carrie. Now, see, this is really Miranda's fault. And the conversation needs to happen with Miranda because Miranda was the one getting finger banged in Carrie's kitchen. And if I was Steve, I would feel some type of way. But it's Miranda's fault, not Carrie. So they start to have a discussion and Steve is just like, have you always known that Miranda likes women? Is this something new? And Carrie's like, listen, it's just been happening at this certain pace. I didn't really know anything. We all really didn't know anything. It's come out of the blue. So he's really hurt and he wants to ask her some more questions. But Carrie accidentally steps into a bucket of paint (laughs) in these expensive ass platform shoes. I'm like, girl, now why did you wear that? to come paint and do some charity work but she goes to wash the paint off and ends up dropping big's ring down the motherfucking drain 
Um, she is freaking out and Steve's like, listen, let me just get some tools. I may be able to get the ring and he eventually does get it out for her. So we see Lily in a porter potty because she feels like her tampon disappeared and Charlotte is over it. She's just like, girl, I need a break. Um, LTW secured a food truck and she's telling Naya, Miranda and Carrie about the tampon and Miranda's like, oh, my sister showed me how to put a tampon in. Carrie's like, oh, my friend at summer camp did. And Naya goes, nobody in my house used tampons. Thank you, Naya. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Charlotte and Naya walk off and Miranda sees that Shay is calling on the phone. And Carrie's like, are you going to pick that up? And Miranda's like, no, I'm trying to pull back. You know, I'm way too available for Shay. So I'm going to take it easy. Yeah, we hope so. We see Naya walk up to her husband, Andre, and she was like, what was that earlier? And he is like, listen, I want to try again. Like, are we 100% sure we don't want to try for another baby? And she is like, you and I decided when we got married that I was going to have my career and you were going to have your music career. Like, we can't just change like that. Like, she doesn't want to go through it again. And she doesn't understand why he's changed his mind. He feels like he's allowed to pivot. And she is like, a baby is not pivoting. That is a big decision. And he's like, you know what? I just don't feel like I should be fighting this hard to want to have a baby. So there we have it. Oh, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking to watch. And both actors are doing such a great job. I'm loving this storyline, but we know what that means. If he wants a child and Naya does not... They have to explore options on maybe ending their marriage. And that makes me sad for so many reasons. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I'm kind of mad that he just wants to change his mind. And, oh, I want to have a baby. Because if y'all decided this, shouldn't you both be firm on it? Shouldn't you be on the same page? But like we've been seeing with Steve and Miranda, people change but it's heartbreaking. She tells him, you know, don't make this miracle of us actually finding each other and being able to be together. Don't let it come down to whether we can have a baby or not. And it looks like Andre already has his mind made up. He wants a child. Oh, I feel bad. I feel really, really bad. Uh, Charlotte is still outside the porta potty trying to coach Lily. Lily has found her tampon string. Now she wants Charlotte to pull it out for her. And Charlotte's like, bitch, this is where I draw, draw the line. I love you, love you lots, but I ain't doing that, sis. So she goes to leave. Lily comes out the porta potty and sees that Charlotte has a blood stain on her pants. <laughs> and Charlotte walks over to Carrie and Miranda and they're like, girl, you had a flash period. Come on, let's get you somewhere safe. And I'm like, is that what it's called? A flash period? So Charlotte is not entering menopause. Um, Steve and Carrie are sitting inside the shelter talking again. She's very thankful that he got Big's ring out for her. And she is like, are you going to ever take off your ring? And he was like, despite how I feel about Miranda, I love her. I want her to be happy, but I'm never taking my ring off. Uh, did y'all notice in this episode how Steve is not like a bumbling idiot anymore? Like he's been the entire season. Like he's actually cognizant. He is here. He is present. He has complete sentences. He's not as wild and, you know, old man and grumpyish. He's just very, this is the Steve that I knew in the original series. And I hate that they waited until his last episode to bring back his essence and 
bring back who he truly is. And I feel like they did that as a plot point to make it an easier decision for Miranda to want to get a divorce. But in this touching scene with him and Carrie, I'm like, okay, y'all have that friendship because Carrie met Steve um, through Aiden. He was Aiden's best friend. So people were like, ooh, Carrie and Steve. And I was like, no, this is not that type of show. Stop it. So Carrie goes home and puts her wedding ring and Big's ring in a box and decides to not wear it anymore. And she also texts Mr. Vomit, strike three. So she wants to go on a third date with him. We next see Carrie and Seema walk into the front of another club, but it's the club from the guy who has it next to the women's shelter. And he lets them in the front. They ain't got to wait in line. And I'm like, all right, all right, Seema. I I see you pulling big fish now. (laughs) Come on, boss. And Carrie says, and just like that, she was up for a dance. So not just dancing tonight with Seema, but she is up for a dance meeting, meaning her dating card will now be full. So once again, Carrie's going to move on with her life. How many times do they have to say that? How many times? We got one more episode left, and that is episode 10. So let's get to it. So now I will be recapping the season finale. And just like that, episode 10 called Seeing the Light. So the episode opens up with Carrie and company at the podcast with Shay. And what's his name again? Richie, Joey, Bobby, Ricky. (laughs) Y'all know who I'm talking about. The third guy. (laughs) Richie, Joey, Bicky, Bobby Brown, Jackie. Talking about the worst breakups. And I'm like, Carrie, you, you better win the worst breakup in Does she mention Burger in the post-it note? No. She is like, my husband died. That was the worst breakup. Carrie. (laughs) Carrie, I would agree with you. But no, the post-up break it. That was your chance to just trump everything. But no, she doesn't mention that. So we have come on a year since Big has died. Peter and Carrie are, you know, walking to her brownstone after their date. He asks her permission to kiss and she lets him kiss her. It was just so awkward for me. I hate hearing people kiss in movies. But she's like, okay, thank you. And goes upstairs and calls Seema. Seema is with that club man. You know, the one that calls her boss. They've been in a hotel room for three days, nonstop having sex, alcohol and cigarettes and scrolling on their iPhones. Now, if my friends know me, (laughs) if you know, you know, three days in Charleston. That's all I'm going to say. She tells Seema about the kiss and Seema was like, how was it? And she was like, it wasn't big. I just didn't feel anything. So it is what it is. Carrie is just still chugging along, honey. She tries to go to sleep and turns off her lamp above her bed. And then the lamp mysteriously turns back on. So the next day at lunch, she is convinced that Big is haunting her through the usage of this lamp. And Charlotte's like, well, you know, if Big's in heaven, that just means that, you know, he's probably proud of you or he's happy that you're moving on. And Miranda is like, heaven? Uh, first of all, Carrie doesn't even believe in heavy, heaven. Is that where you think Big is? And Carrie's like, I may have changed on my opinions about the afterlife. But yeah, I would like to believe that Big is on a cloud somewhere up in heaven smoking on a cigar. Miranda is like, girl, bye. Like, 
Miranda obviously doesn't believe in heaven or a God or something like that, which is fine. She's entitled to believe that, honey. But you don't have to force Carrie to believe that. People obviously change, Miranda. You being the biggest one who has changed. But um, Miranda's like, girl, you don't believe in heaven. Um, And Big is not trying to haunt you. That's just your guilt for wanting to move on. (laughs) Charlotte gets a notification that the, um, what do you call it? not a priest. I think it was a transgender priest, but basically Rock and Rose is having a they mitzvah, not a bar, a bat mitzvah, but a they mitzvah. And all of these rabbis, that's what it is, have mysteriously dropped out. And Charlotte thinks it's because Rock and Rose do not identify as a boy or a girl. And that's why people have dropped out. But she has booked a transgender rabbi and she is very happy about that. Next, we see Carrie at home texting Samantha. She texts Samantha that she kissed someone. Samantha says, well, how was it? No, she texts Samantha, oh, I kissed a guy. And Samantha goes, the first of many. (laughs) Samantha asks, how was it? And Carrie can only say it wasn't big. Samantha says, oh, so it was only small. And that makes Carrie laugh. And she was like, hey, do you want to talk? And Samantha says, or texts back, soon. Right when Carrie is about to walk in her closet after texting Samantha, the lamp goes turns on again so she takes it to an antique shop to get it fixed and drops it off um we're with charlotte and harry and rock's rabbi the rabbi is letting them know that rock is not prepared rock does not know the material and they need to figure out what to do because the they mitzvah will probably be a complete fail next we see miranda meet shay at a club shay wants miranda to meet shay's family um i believe grandmother and mother Miranda's there and she is like okay hi nice to meet y'all I like y'all already Shay hops on stage and Miranda has no idea what the hell is going on just like me and there's a whole musical moment with Shay singing and I'm just like see now this is the shit people be talking about I've been riding with y'all this whole time but this corny musical shit no it's not necessary but basically Shay does all those shenanigans to tell Miranda that they are moving to L.A. because the book that Shay wrote um, got picked up for a pilot about Shay's life and they got to go to L.A. immediately. So Miranda's kind of sad and disappointed because she and Shay just started their relationship. And Shay is like, well, I actually want you to come with me, like come with me to L.A. We can be together while I work and Miranda has a huge decision to make, even though y'all know Miranda is a fucking groupie. So Miranda didn't, Shay didn't even have to finish the sentence. Miranda would be like, oh, all right. Yeah, let's go to LA. Shay also lets the podcasters know, Carrie, Jimmy, and Franklin, that fine-ass Franklin, (laughs) the director that Shay will be leaving. And they are sad, of course. Uh, Jimmy feels some type of way, Okay. I'm sorry. I keep calling him Jimmy. Jimmy, Jackie, Robbie, Robbie, Bobby, whatever his name is. Jackie feels some type of way. (laughs) And he and Carrie are discussing it afterwards. And he wants to invite Carrie to he and his girlfriend's event. He won't say what it is, but he invites Carrie. I, I actually like Jackie when he's with Carrie outside of the podcast. He's a much more manageable character. Next, we see Miranda stop by Naya's office. Miranda wants Naya to know that she'll be doing the rest of her coursework remotely because she is going to LA for a couple months with Shay. Naya's like, girl, are you sure? You know, you got this human rights um, internship that was very hard to get into. I had to write you a great review 
or a recommendation letter. Miranda's like, yeah, I couldn't pass it up. She asked Naya how she and Andre are doing. Ah! <laughs> and Naya says that she and Andre are taking a break in separate locations. I can't remember if she said he was on the road with his music, but they are exploring what it feels like to not kind of be with each other right now so that they can decide if they want to throw away a marriage over a baby they didn't have. Naya's words, not mine, but basically they are separated. Not legally separated, but they are spending time apart. Oh, I I saw it coming. I I bet y'all, okay? When we come back, if they do a season two, Andre gonna come back, they gonna be together, and we gonna find out that he got somebody pregnant. Not saying that he would cheat, but that he will have made steps to have a baby. All right? He pulling a damn Nick Cannon. But yeah, Nia and Andre. Ah, so sad, so sad. Moving on, moving on. Um, But yeah, she and Miranda commiserating. That's that, honey. Carrie's on the phone with Seema, who has finally come up from air for air I'm sorry and she's like Carrie I think I really like this guy we both lay in bed and smoke cigarettes it's a match made in heaven do you want to go have lunch and Carrie's like no Big's brother called me and I need to meet with him so (laughs) Carrie meets Big's brother and he is like oh hey girl um so where's John and Carrie's like where's John um he's dead I was like, are we having a senile moment? But he's like, no, girl, I know he's dead. Like, where are his remains? <laughs> and Carrie's like, oh, oh, he's in a, um, he's on a shelf in my closet, but it's next to my nicest pair of shoes. And he is like, well, it's been a year. Don't you want to like scatter his ashes somewhere? Or if you want to put him in the family vault, we can put him in the family vault. You know, we got space in there. Me and my wife are separating. We're getting a divorce. You know, don't act so surprised, but uh big can get in there and there's a spot for you so you and big can be together forever so carrie doesn't know where she wants to lay big's ashes yet so that makes her kind of start thinking about that process she goes back to the antique shop to pick up her lamp and the guy was like oh it was just a short in the wire so everything should be back to normal all right good lamp gate is now over Next, we see Carrie at Jackie and his girlfriend. I think her name is Smoke. Their event, and it's revealed that they are actually having a surprise wedding. Okay. In no way in hell would a man that looks like Jackie. You know what? Actually, I shouldn't say that because, you know, people, couples come in all shapes and sizes, honey. But I'm like, I I don't believe it. I need more people. Um, But yeah, they're having a surprise wedding, which is something I would love to do. I would love to attend a surprise wedding. I think it's perfect. So much less like stress and fuss and all the shitty things that go into planning weddings that annoy me. I'd be there for it. Please invite me and please have an open bar. Um, So they get married. Franklin is there. Carrie is asking why Shay isn't there. And the producer Franklin is like, oh, he thinks that Jackie is mad at Shay for ending the podcast but he would like to produce Carrie in her own podcast if she's interested Carrie says she'll think about it and I was like this is how the spinoff should have started because we still don't know how Shay Jackie and Carrie came together for this podcast I still don't understand it but Carrie having her own podcast on relationships that made more sense okay anyway Carrie goes home 
the lamp is turning on and off and she is speaking to the lamp like big is th- if this is you just send me a sign so she turns off the lamp <laughs> and it turns back on and she was like yeah that's definitely something you would do so she goes to sleep and starts dreaming about paris and what we can assume is her meeting up with big now if you know the word on the curb is mr chris Noth. you know when those allegations came up They had already filmed scenes for Big to make an appearance in this season finale episode. So they I think they made an announcement that they cut his scenes out out of respect for the allegations and all the negative press surrounding that. They didn't want to give him no more shine, honey. And, you know, it actually works for this. So shout out to Big and not Chris Noth. You know, may you do whatever you need to do. But Carrie, the next day at the They Mitzvah, she tells charlotte and miranda that she's decided that she wants to go to paris and spread big's ashes over their bridge where you know he came and rescued her and told her that he loved her and they got back together that last time in season six Ah! (laughs) um she's inviting both of them she says they'll be in paris for three days of course charlotte is down she's like yeah i can definitely swing that carrie says it's my treat girl i'm paying for all of it Miranda's like, yeah, just let me check my schedule. Miranda has not told Charlotte nor Carrie that she plans on going to L.A. with Shay. Um, Rock is hiding out and not wanting to come out, so Charlotte has to go deal with that. Her and Harry. Rock was the hold up. Rock says that they don't know if they believe in all of this. And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, we've been planning this for weeks, and now you decide you don't want to do it? And Rock's like, yeah, well, I just don't. Listen. I have been defending Rock this whole time, but when I tell y'all, I don't want to see Charlotte's kids next season. Like, it's just annoying at this point. Like, you had all this time to say that maybe you didn't believe in this words that you were learning or the Judaism or the faith or whatever. God, like, this show is the best form of birth control. No lie. Next, we see Miranda and Carrie at this big-ass candy bar. And Miranda's like, hey, I'm still checking on the schedule because I would have to fly from L.A. to be with you in Paris. And Carrie's like, girl, why are you in Paris? And she's like, oh, Che asked me to go with them, so I'm going to go. And Carrie's like, oh, okay. Now, Carrie been cool this whole time about everything surrounding Shay. She ain't said nothing, but y'all know Miranda. Miranda, for somebody who is so self-assured, seeks, um, what's the word? Acceptance. And I'm like, Miranda, if you make a decision, stand firm on it. So she and Carrie, there's this little tension. They both end up going to the bathroom and having it out. And Carrie's like, girl, why are you following Shay to LA? What are you going to do there? All right. Sit there and eat all day like, girl. (laughs) So it's very reminiscent of when Carrie announced in season six that she was going with the Russian to Paris. And Miranda's like, girl, what are you going to do there? Sit there and eat bonbons? Like, sit there and eat croissants? Like... Have your own life. Don't be following some man around. And now look at Miranda doing the same thing with Shay. Mm. Funny how history repeats itself. But they're having this argument and they're trying to navigate. It isn't even an argument. Like Miranda feels like by not being able to go or the fact that she is going to LA, she is in a way letting Carrie down. And Carrie's like, no, that's not it. I just want you to make a smart decision. Like you're going all in for this person and it's still new. Like just slow your roll a little bit. So the rabbi comes out of the stall because they have been listening while uh, they were peeing. 
And they're like, listen, y'all sound like y'all are good friends. There's a serious issue here at hand. Just talk to each other and figure it out. Bloop. So after um, discussing it, Miranda and Carrie come to an agreement that we see off screen. We see Charlotte (laughs) taking the stand and she is going to complete the day mitzvah. So Charlotte is going to become the woman, which I thought was very sweet. Uh, Even though Rock was getting on my goddamn nerves, Charlotte completes it and Harry and Lily go up and join her and Rock eventually joins. So Charlotte is the MVP. I love me some Charlotte, even though she gets on my damn nerves. So Miranda tells the girls that she is going to go to LA to be with Shay. And Carrie lets them know that she's just going to go to Paris by herself. Like, she's come this far. She doesn't... Not that she doesn't want them there, but it's something she needs to do by herself. So, Charlotte's like, girl, Miranda, you owe me a trip to Paris. Charlotte, who you telling? I would have been right... Girl, I'm still... I'm offline with you. You can go spread the ashes yourself, sis. I would have been right on that fucking plane. (laughs) But we see Miranda next. She's leaving. Um, Brady's about to go on his backpacking tour. They're headed to the airport. And Miranda has dyed her hair back to red. Thank God, because that gray wig, mm-mm. no, ma'am, it was, it wasn't, I wasn't here for it. Um, she's like, Brady, were you ever going to say anything about me dyeing my hair back? And he was like, I mean, it's good, but I know you're just trying to be like me. So, you know, fall back. And they laugh and joke. I feel like there was supposed to be more of a storyline with Brady and Miranda having a falling out after the divorce, but Maybe for time purposes, they decided not to move forward. But her and Brady are cool and laughing again, I guess. He about to go get that girl pregnant overseas. <laughs> Next, we see Carrie. She is in Paris. And if y'all know me, y'all know how much I love Paris. I still have never been in my adult life. I will be there by the time I'm 35. But we see Carrie. We're not going to talk about the gown she's wearing in these Mr. Magoo gloves like girl where were you going but her hair looks beautiful makeup is done and she has this little Paris uh like clutch bag and she's walking to the bridge and hello it's me starts playing y'all I was like oh no this is it this is the end when I tell y'all I was boo-hooing when the music started playing I was like oh not this y'all I I legit was in tears. I was distraught. I was shooken and shaken. I was crying. But we see Carrie finally, I guess she smuggled (laughs) Big's ashes into that Eiffel Tower clutch. (laughs) But she opens it and it's very hard for her to do. But she ends up spreading his ashes. What river is that? The Seen River? She spreads his ashes uh, below into the body of water and shout out to Sarah Jessica Parker like we don't talk about we don't speak enough on how good of an actress she is without even having to speak because she opens the clutch and she goes to pour it out and then she can and it's like she's hyperventilating almost and she's fighting back tears and I was just like oh Carrie I feel you sis I feel you like I just wanted to hug Carrie in that moment, but SJP says you you did that with that scene. You you did it. Had me boohooing, snot and everything coming out. But she spreads the ashes and she starts to walk away and she pulls out her phone. Text Samantha, hey, I'm in Paris. Do you want to meet for a cocktail? <laughs> I was like, Samantha, you better answer back. And Samantha says, How's tomorrow night? 
Carrie types back in all caps, fabulous. She gathers her gown and she walks away from the bridge in Paris. <sighs> I, I can't. Next, we see Carrie at the podcast studio. She is helping someone get through a breakup. They're asking her questions on air. It's just her by herself. And the producer, Franklin, is in the booth listening to her. Afterwards, he lets her know that she did a great job. It it needs some fine tuning, but it's going to be better. And they're joking in the elevator and they stop and look at each other and they kiss. (laughs) Now, I still like Mr. Vomit. I like Mr. Vomit. So I was like, oh, no, Peter. But it is what it is, child. And as the elevator doors close, Carrie says, and just like that. So dot, dot, dot. Are we going to get a continuation? This was probably my favorite episode of the season. I know this series has been met with so much criticism on how terrible it is and how it's a departure from the original characters. I'm just happy to have these women on my screen. I'm happy to see the story continue. And I really, really enjoyed seeing them again. And that that magic from the first episode of this season, I, I just really enjoyed having that back i enjoyed the diversity it could have been a lot better but things aren't going to be perfect on the first swing like if we come back i need a little bit more depth from the lisa todd wexley's like it can't just be surface she just can't be black charlotte i'm gonna need a little more so this episode i would rate a four out of five the season as a whole i'm gonna give a three out of five There were some glitches. The dialogue was so cringy at times. Miranda's acting, Miranda's choices were very questionable. But overall, um, they killed big. And that was the biggest win for me. (laughs) Like I said earlier in other episodes, Samantha missing was very glaring. Um, And even though I joke around and I call Seema Samantha, (laughs) Seema Antha, I enjoyed learning about her character and her culture and she brought a different energy to the show I think all the new characters that they brought on brought a different energy but we'll have to see what they decide to do next like I said this was my favorite episode the whole season we have closed the chapter on big the door is closed yeah I'm very interested to see where we go from here so that's it Thank you guys for hanging with me while this show um, premiered and came on. I appreciate you guys for listening. If they do a next season, I'm not sure I will review. Like, this is a hard show, actually, to review because it is only 30, 40 minutes. And it jumps from scene to scene to scene. So... I think I want to fall back into just watching it as a viewer. But regardless, I'm always there for questions and suggestions. I can be found at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm going to plug my bookstagram since the series is based off of a best-selling book. My bookstagram is Brown Sugar Bookworm on Instagram. Join we going up jay (laughs) but you guys if you do get in touch with me let me know what you thought about this series if you had any opinions what you liked or didn't like let's create a dialogue and hopefully we can um get a second season of this continuation you know i think they have a good thing that can only get better they can't get any worse than what they've given us and i actually enjoyed it so i would love to see more like i said thank you guys for listening goodbye